Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. podcast and uh, we've got a nice sunny day everywhere and so joining me is our is our co-anchor Ali Stagnita. Hi Ali. Hello. And we have got one of our very special guests and we're so happy she's back. We love having her on. We have so much to talk about. Welcome Rachel Lindsay. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back with you guys. You know it's always a good time. Always a great time. Always a great time, and you have so much news um, because you are back September not oh, September second. Yep, yep, you got September it. September second, mm-hmm. nine p.m. Mm-hmm. Ghosted, the second season of Ghosted on MTV, and that nine p.m. is Eastern time. And despite the fact that we've all been dealing with coronavirus, mm-hmm. you've got a lot of very like interesting situations um, where people were ghosted. Like you were able to find people, connect with them, do this. Did you use Zoom in yeah. order to talk with them all? Yep, we talk just like this. This is what we do. And it's, it's interesting because our season shut down. Um, we were on set actually to film the second season and then the whole country shut down. It was like when everything had happened, there was so much uncertainty, people were scared. There was so much, you know, we didn't know. We didn't know what was gonna happen. So we didn't know if we were gonna have a season. And between Sharp, MTV, Viacom, they all worked together to make this happen. And there's such a need for it, which is why I'm glad that Travis and I have been able to do these investigations and bring these cases to light because with COVID, and quarantining and no human interaction and the social distancing, it's like people are fixated on the reason that they were ghosted and why they were ghosted and is it their fault? And it just adds this whole different dynamic and it ups the ante when it comes to all of these stories. And so we navigate that as we get into season two. So it's it's really interesting because we're not just talking about the ghosting, we're talking about the pandemic and how that affects them too. And honestly, how it's made it worse for them when, right, when because, it comes to ghosting. Yeah, because they're stuck and, they, mm-hmm. and you have more time to ruminate about what happened. And you have some like pretty shocking ghosting experiences. Do you want to tell us about a couple? Um, I don't want to give away too much, but what I'll say is like this in the season premiere, it changes all the way to the end. It's like, I mean, we're, we're dealing with the actual day of the haunted and the ghosts meeting up and I get a phone call and it changes everything. And you can t- I'm like frazzled. I'm like, I've never had this happen before. I'm not sure what to do. And, and it's, 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 it's crazy. It's wild. And 
that's what I love so much about the show is we don't know. We learn as we're going along. Along, So we're finding out with the audience, you know, as you're watching it, it's, it's all, we don't know before, we don't know the stories, we don't know the people, we don't know why, why they ghosted. So all of our reactions are very, very real. And what you'll also get in this second season is that normally our allegiance was to the ghosted because, I mean, to the haunted, because they're the ones who reach out to us. We get to know them. We're investigating with them. So there's, there's an allegiance there. This season, we're like, you know what? Last time we dealt with a lot of haunted that, that weren't honest with us. They didn't tell us the truth. Ah. You know what? We're just going to go with the story. And you'll see us be very direct, calling people out. We're not holding back. We're giving tough love. And in one of the stories, there's a switch. I mean, we completely turn on the other person because they had lied to us and presented themselves to us a completely different way. So that's that's an interesting dynamic for this show because when we're doing this, you, we, you have to be able to trust us. You have to engage with us. And we were afraid that that might've been lost in doing the show virtually, but it isn't. You know, Travis and I, we have great chemistry. We're passionate about what we do. And so we're able to still connect, to get down to the nitty gritty, to investigate the stories and to hopefully give the haunted answers, even if it's not wanted. And even if we end up turning on them, <laughs> I think it's, it's well-deserved. Right. I think what you just said, like when you say the, ha the haunted are the people who lost it, the person and they don't know why they got ghosted. Mm -hmm. And I think in reading about the show, there's a couple that literally worked in the same place. And not only did they get deeply involved, like serious, serious relationship, but then, and there was no breakup, but they just stopped calling and they actually, the, the, the ghosted person, the person who did the ghosting actually quit the job. Like that's how far they went in order that's to leave them. But what that's I didn't good. think of, and maybe Allie, you didn't think of either, is that maybe the person who's telling you they were ghosted, yeah, like they did stuff that makes them seem, we thought they were innocent, but now we find out there's a reason that the other person, a good reason that they ghosted them. Yeah, and this happened in season one as well, where we felt used. We felt like you called us to find the person just so you could have revenge and get them back. And we're not having that this season. <laughs> you know, like you're, you're wasting our time because there are people out here who genuinely want to know why they were ghosted. They want that closure. You know, we're not here to do your dirty work for you. Right. Is there a way to vet people for that? Or it's really just came down to actually being direct and tough loving and, and not picking a side up front? Yeah, I mean, well, we can only go with what people give us. I mean, I'm sure there's a bit of a vetting process, but when by the time they come to us, we have to take their word as for what it is. Unless we talk to someone, they tell us something and then we come back and we ask questions. But I mean, there have been times where we get down to the confrontation day and the haunted will say something that they never told us in all the days that we have been investigating with them, which makes for great TV, but it's frustrating for us because we can't do the best job we want to do if you're not going to be forthcoming. Right. And you, and you're, you feel too, that you fell for yeah. it. And, um, well, I guess you can't really tell, well, can you tell us like, what are some of the things that you learned? about why people do genuinely go. Yeah, it's, it really seems to be a common denominator of just fear of communicating, fear of facing the issue. Um, it's so much easier to just 
even though it's a hard and uncomfortable conversation to just say, hey, I'm not that into you. Hey, it's not working out. Like putting a pin in it and moving on. But instead, you hear people say, well, I didn't want to hurt their feelings. Well, I was afraid of their reaction. Well, people just ghost. That's just what they do. They would have gotten the hint. But what you don't take into consideration is, you know why you ghosted. That person is still stuck in the exact same place that you left them in. They're wondering. They, a lot of times they blame themselves. Um, they can't move on to the next relationship. They can't open up because they don't have that closure or that understanding that the ghost gets. But yeah, it always comes down to fear of communicating mm -hmm. or, or really just the lack of respect of not caring to. Oh, well, I was ghosted before and I didn't have a, I didn't call a TV show to help me find out. The <laughs> I just moved on. But it does. But I mean, in the cases, at least that you're looking at that I know about for this season, I mean, some of these people were very seriously involved. Like, you know, they were the, the person who ghosted was co-parenting a child. Like they mm -hmm. knew each other's families. Like it wasn't like these were, oh, we dated a few months and then they just didn't call me again. Or I mean, it wasn't casual in any of these cases. Yeah. We have one where it was a friendship of five years, you know? And it's so like, that's what makes this show interesting. It's not just lovers. Sometimes it's friends, sometimes it's family. Um, but yes, no, there's one where there's a child that's involved. Um, there's one where they're coworkers, like you said, and they work at the same place. I mean, it's, there's so many dynamics to the show and the level of ghosting and the reasons for ghosting. It just, it's, it's crazy. Is and there a way that you could advise us um, and the audience on how to tell if you might be getting set up to be ghosted? Mm. It's, you know what, it's hard to tell because now there's this new thing about soft ghosting. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. No, no there's a term about that. Yeah. Okay, okay. explain okay. what soft it's, ghosting Soft is. ghosting is like, if I were writing you guys, you know, and sent you a text message, and instead of responding back with words, you double tap and heart it, or give me the thumbs up, and then that's the last time you ever say anything to me. Apparently, that's considered soft ghosting because technically you respond. You responded, but you didn't respond in words. It's crazy. It's like, so is that ghosting? You know, it's like, well, if you never come back and you disappear, then yes. But technically, if I didn't write you back, you know, did I ghost you? You were the last one to respond. So now I'm now I went off on a tangent. I forgot the question. How um, you can tell? Are there any signs that you are about to be ghosted? I. I don't think so. You know, I, I guess speaking from personal experience, when the guy that ghosted me changed his phone number, I had, I had talked to him the day before. Right. There was no inkling that he was going to change his number and disappear. And it wasn't until two years later, I found out why he ghosted me. So I really don't think that there is a particular reason. I think maybe if you look back objectively, maybe they weren't that into you, but that's what makes ghosting so hard. There really is no sign. You just cut off communication or you get blocked on social media or through the phone. And it's just very short in the way that they do it. And they just cut you off in like such a curt way that, you know, it's, it's, it's devastating because then you're, yeah. you're kind of stuck and you have no way to communicate, no way to find out. Um, and you have to call us. <laughs> well, speaking of ghosting, um, how do you feel 
about the fact that allegedly Claire is no longer the bachelorette and that she may have ghosted <laughs> out of the bachelorette <laughs> and that there may be a new, allegedly a new bachelorette, Taisha. Yes, I will speak within the rumors. So yes, the, the, the franchise has not confirmed or denied anything, which I find very interesting. Uh, but yes, the rumor is Claire left. She found love. I think the first thing was like Claire quit the show. And then you start to hear things that no, she actually found love. Having talked to Claire and knowing the type of woman that she is. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If this is true, this does not surprise me at all. Claire is very matter of fact. She knows who she is. She knows what she wants. We had her on our podcast and she was, she was like a tough cookie, no nonsense. I've had life experiences, which is why I was so excited to watch her. She already knows who she is. She's not figuring herself out on a television show like we've seen over these last couple of seasons. So I feel like Claire was like, you know what? I already know who I want. I'm not here to play these games. Um, it's hot. We're in the middle of the desert in the middle of the summer. I'm not doing these triple digits anymore. I'm out. So if, if that's true, I could see that it being like that type of statement, which I think, I think is funny. And if it is true, I think it's great that it paves the way for them to make Tasha the Bachelorette. That makes me feel like the Bachelor franchise is listening to the Bachelor diversity campaign that's yeah, out there. You were so vocal. Yeah, myself and other leads and contestants that were vocal about diversity and inclusion, they could have picked a number of girls. And they, you know, if it's true, they picked Tasha. I think that's fantastic. People wanted her back after Colton season. They thought she would have been an excellent Bachelorette. She's stunning. She's smart, she's bubbly, she's engaging. I think she's gonna make a fantastic bachelorette. I think between Claire, who's like, I know what I want, she's sexy, she's sultry. Then you have Tasha coming in as well, like bringing all of her energy. It's like, these men are really kind of lucky, right? Like if yeah. this is true, you get to go around with two amazing women. Do, you, do, we, do we allegedly know if they brought in some new men? Well, they would have had to replace one gentleman, allegedly. <laughs> I think I read the rumor was that they brought in. I was truly unspoiled. So I didn't, I don't, I didn't know any people from Claire's season or any men. Like when they announced them, I purposely didn't look. I've heard that there was a rumor that they brought in more men and you know they always have alternates so oh, everybody who comes down is doesn't get to come out of a limo so maybe they use some of the alternates I would yeah, think because so. you know they were looking to match up claire which would be a different personality than Tasha. like not the same mix of guys might not work for the other bachelorette the alleged other bachelorette yeah yeah i don't know i i would think that they would that they would bring in some more people 
but I think most of the men probably stay. Now with your podcast, cause you have continued that as well. Um, and we can, if you don't want to talk about this, we don't have to about mm-hmm. Becca and Garrett having yeah. possibly split. Nobody's talked about it. Um, are you, have you spoken with her about it? Have you guys been able to talk? Cause last time you were on here was actually right when you both were like speaking out to each other. You were speaking out really kind of to Garrett because of mm-hmm. um, his like bigoted response to the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. And, and also for our listeners who don't know about your podcast, tell them the name of the podcast and how they can watch it too. Yes. So this podcast that you're talking about is Bachelor Happy Hour. It comes out every Tuesday and I do it with Becca Kufrin. And so it's been an interesting year as, as co-host because a lot has happened. And it's involved people that aren't a part of our show. And then, you know, Rachel and her big mouth and she's opinionated, you know, she's, she said some things. And so, you know, what I do appreciate about Becca is a lot of times you feel the pressure to respond to rumors or to, you know, allegations and what's, what's going on. And she's been extremely private, even with me, about the details of whatever is going on. There's a lot of speculation surrounding uh, Garrett and Becca and, you know, neither one of them have confirmed or denied anything. What people have just noticed is they're not together. So I do appreciate the fact that Becca's like, whatever I, whenever I speak on it, whatever the case is, I'm going to do it on my own time and not because I'm pressured to by everybody else who just wants to know the gossip. But she seems to be doing fine. I mean, you know, if you follow her, um, it looks like she's got a new place and, you know, she's got the dog and, you know, we still podcast once, sometimes twice a week. And, you know, she seems good. So if there was allegedly a split, she's keeping it very quiet. Either way, if she's with him hanging out, she's keeping it quiet. Like right. they're not, they're not talking about it at all. Neither is he. Like both of them just seem to be doing their own thing. So I don't know what that means. Are they separated? Are they together secretly? Are they not together at all? You know, and I, and for me, I want to honor her and the privacy that she's, you know, put it, like she doesn't want to talk about it right now. So I, you know, am, I won't, you know, go into detail about anything either. Mm-hmm. Now, Sorry, go ahead, Allie. Well, I just want to ask, and I think Bonnie was probably going this direction too, because we tend to think the same. Um, <laughs> you and Brian just celebrated your anniversary. Exactly. Tell us about um, what you guys are doing to celebrate and just a little bit about First that. anniversary. First anniversary. And, and thank God you got married last summer. No. Well, I'm very big about odd years being my years. I'm like, all my big life moments happen in odd years. So it was a no brainer for me to get married in um, 2019. But I wish I, you know, like, I'm glad I didn't because there's, you know, a lot of people like the number 2020. And so there were a lot of weddings. I had like five or six weddings for last or this year. And, you know, they're all being postponed. So yes, we just celebrated a year, which selfishly, was nice for us because because we were working from home i'm home i'm normally always traveling so we spent five months together maybe four days apart it's been amazing to know and never in our relationship has it been like he goes to work i work from home he i'm cooking he comes home you know like we were in this rhythm of things and it was fun it was great and 
it like I knew what to expect every single day and a part of me is gonna miss that because you know I am gonna be working um, a lot more in LA I'll have to be by coastal back and forth but it's been really great for our relationship and it's been a great year and I'm thankful for the time that we've been able to have together because there are a lot of people who haven't survived quarantine um, and their relationships and the relationship let me say it that way. There are a lot of people that haven't survived quarantine as far as their relationships go. Relationships right. have not survived. And yeah, um, there have been a lot of quarantine splits. Yeah, a lot. And so I, I'm thankful for us. It's just brought us closer together and made us stronger. So we're going to celebrate our anniversary in Aruba. We leave tomorrow. Nice. Very, very excited. Uh, we're taking all the health and safety precautions. I've flown a couple of times for LA. So like, I think the fear is over. I'm just just very big on everyone, like be responsible, wear your mask and sanitize everything. And I think that we can all function as long as we do those things. So, you know, Aruba's very strict. Yeah. Can't come into the country unless you've been tested at uh, 72 hours or, or less before your flight. So that's exciting that we're going and we're gonna get away and it's a romantic island. They say it's one of the most romantic. So we're just gonna spend some alone time before things get crazy in our lives. Plus there's like such a difference between, and I keep saying this too, to like even my family, that I need a vacation because I want to be unavailable. There's such a difference between working from home and being at home and being able to, you know, just be out by the pool, maybe during the day or the weekend, but actually going away and being unavailable is just a really nice thing. Yes, it is. I want to detach and I just like want to escape. And I mean, Aruba sounds like a fantastic place. It will be. Absolutely. Um, well, I think we're all jealous. And I think, uh, listen, aside from just a quarantine that, that a lot of couples haven't survived quarantine, I mean, you still, I think, are one of the exceptions in terms of a bachelor couple that you made it to the wedding and now you've made it through the first year of marriage and you're more in love than ever. Uh, is there a secret to, to whoever the alleged bachelorette is right now? <laughs> I, I would definitely say communication because when you come out of the bachelorette or bachelor, you are so happy because you get to tell the world that you have found love and you, and this worked and you want to shout it to the rooftops, but then you're also dealing with and facing millions of people having an input and, and the negative voices are very loud that they don't approve of the choice that you made. They don't agree with it and it's tough and you're doing media rounds where all people want to talk about is who you sent home and the drama rather than celebrating your love. And so I always tell every bachelorette, it is so important, important that you have a strong foundation and you communicate how you guys want to be a united front out to the world. Because once you get past that first day, you can face anything. It's the toughest day ever. And so I think, if you start there having the uncomfortable conversations and having open communication, it really just sets the tone of your entire relationship. And is that from the beginning of when you date on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? From, the, from the announcement, like once oh, everybody knows who it is that you chose. And I think then also what Brian and I did was remove ourselves from the public light. And I took him to Texas and he met my extended family. Then I went to Miami with his family and met his friends and family. And so we surrounded ourselves with people who know us, who love us, who understand us. That helps as well. Um, yeah. And just, and the other thing, 
no, that's it. That's what I would say. That's, that's definitely the key to success. Now you, I see you on social media and you have been, you know, very, um, vocal about Black Lives Matter, about supporting Black Lives Matter. You've also been wearing vote t-shirts mm -hmm. um, to encourage people to vote. Where are you at right now? What are you involved with? What do you want to do? Um, how are you trying to get people to, to get to the ballot box? Or, you know, God, it's so, are you, re you're registered now in Florida too, I suppose. You got registered in Florida. Do you, like, I mean, but there's such controversy now. People are afraid now to mail in their ballots because of the post office. Like, what advice are you doing? Are you giving out to people about voting? And how important is voting? So I'm trying to do, uh, voting is everything to me. And I've always been this way. I mean, I was that person who was like, oh my God, I'm 18 and I get to vote. I, rem like, I, I have always been enamored with voting, what it means, what people sacrifice for me to have the right to vote because it's twofold for me as a woman and then being a black person at the same time. So it's very important to me. Before I came on The Bachelorette, I was registering in the 2016 election, I was registering people to vote. Um, like setting up tables at my church, like, are you registered to vote? It's always been a passion of mine. So now that I have this platform, how can I not, you know, use it for good? I've always said with power comes responsibility. And I feel like it's my duty, especially in such a contentious year that we're having and so much is at stake that I have to encourage people to vote. Um, I try not to tell people which way to do it, but if you listen to any, you listen to my, you're on my socials or you listen to my podcast, it's very evident. Where I stand. Uh, but I'm, I'm working to try to do an IG live with vote.org because I want to explain a lot of the things that you just mentioned. So many people are scared about uh, mail-in ballots. I want them to know the deadlines for that. It was very difficult for me to get my license in Florida because of COVID, setting up appointments to get a brand new license. I had to call in a favor. Otherwise, I still would be fighting to get my license over a month. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about mailing in, um, deadlines to register, you know, different things that might be against you in your state that prohibit you, prohibit you for, for it, ugh, making it harder for you, for it to be easier for you to vote. So I really, um, am going to keep, I'm not going to stop. Like I've, I've made a commitment on my socials that every week I will do something to encourage people to vote, even if it's just putting up the word vote. And Instagram has a button for you to register to vote. Like there's truly really? no excuse for you at this point to not be registered to vote other than not wanting to. And I think we learned that four years ago, don't do shoulda, woulda, couldas, just go out there and vote. And not just nationally, locally, um, for your state officials as well. It's so important. Well, that being said, when uh, we're doing our stories from this podcast, we will put, make sure to put, we have on Hollywood Life, a, a register to vote module right on the site that we can put in the stories. So after they read about you, they can just register to vote Yay! through Hollywood Life right there. And deadlines are coming up for a lot of states really soon. So mm -hmm. definitely well, have to do it. Fortunately, we have to say our goodbyes, Rachel. Um, but we love you here at Hollywood Life, and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. And everyone, tune in to Ghosted, September 2nd, 9 p.m. Eastern on MTV, because we all have got to, it just sounds so intriguing. We have to find out yes. why these people, why your 
hunted or haunted people got <laughs> ghosted. <laughs> yes, you do. Thank you for that. You know, I love you guys. So thanks for having me. Okay, have fun. Have fun on your, your trip to Aruba. Say hi to Brian. I will. Thank you guys. Okay. Bye. Bye, Bye guys.